Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Sean Ireton with the New Inspiration Extraordinary Gentleman podcast. And today I'm actually sharing with you an interview I was on. Uh, this gentleman named Lauren Michaels Harris interviewed me on his show. It's a Facebook Live show that he does. It's called Bathroom or excuse me, bathrobe moments. And um, he features all kinds of different guests on the show to talk about inspiring topics and things like that. So with this episode, I was able to talk to him about some men's fashion, image consulting, and a little bit about my story as to how I got started in the business. So uh, check out the interview. I really hope you enjoy this episode. So, Sean's company is actually called New Inspiration with an N-U, not N-E-W. His business is all about serving and transforming men into extraordinary gentlemen. Um, In the current age, men are paying less attention to how their appearance makes an impact on relationships with people as well as on their self-confidence. And for those who do not pay attention, no. And for those who do, there he is again. Okay, I approve. For those who do pay attention and find it valuable, oftentimes they struggle with how to do it in a way that makes sense to them. Hold on, Mr. Sean. Mm-hmm. And he calls himself a millennial, you guys. Having trouble coming on a Facebook Live. That's because he doesn't spend a lot of time on Facebook. He just spends a lot of time on his face. Image consultant. You know, probably takes him four hours to get ready. I bet his girlfriend, is it girlfriend or wife, Sean? Uh, fiance. Oh, in between. I bet she has to stand outside the bathroom and wait on him. I get her. I guarantee you, I'll get her on the show later, and we'll find out. So, good morning, everyone. So there it is. I gave you a little input, um, insight into new inspiration. And so, good morning, Mister Sean. Say your last name. Ireton. Who? Ireton. Ireton. See, it's spelled I R E T O N, so it's backwards. I are backwards. Well, I'm saying it sounds like there's an I E R I R ten. Not it looks like I return. <laughs> That's why I wasn't even gonna play with it because I knew I would get it wrong. Cam Huber, Nate Rio, and everyone else that I missed while I was having to go downstairs and actually walk Sean up the back way because he couldn't come on. Hello. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. So everyone, uh. So, Sean, I see you have your uh, – welcome to the show, first of all. Thank you. I see you have your robe on. I do, and I'm making coffee right now because I uh... – You are? Okay, so that's what's going to be in your mug. Anything special about that mug? Yeah, actually, it's the um, – it's Baymax from Big Hero 6. Are you familiar with that movie? Not at all. It's a Pixar movie. So, Big Hero 6 is um, – is a movie that I really liked uh, from Pixar. And for- Pixar, aren't, isn't that those animated movies? Yeah. Okay, he is a millennial. Old people, we don't go to those. Because <laughs> if I need to go to sleep in 10 minutes, I can do that right on my own couch. I don't need to pay $22. So, 
I'm just saying. So anyway, since you're an image consultant and somebody said, oh, you must be freezing. You're all bundled up. No, but I'm going to tell you something. I knew as an image consultant, he was going to try to come on here and upstage me. So you see, he's got a hat on. He's got his luxurious robe on. So you know what? I wasn't playing with him this morning because of my self-confidence needs every boost it can. So I'm just getting ready to bam, bam. Okay. Oh, snap. All right, I'm ready for you. So, so you won't you won't be using me for a guinea pig this morning. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Oh, there we go. And uh, if we have time, I'll get my walking stick and my fur-lined cape and uh, give you the rest of this outfit. I'm kidding. Please, okay. I don't have. Okay. I'm kidding. You, you, you've been you've been downgraded from James Brown to the to the pimp. See, one of these days they're going to create telephones and Facebook platforms where you can literally reach into the screen and strangle a person. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, we'll cross paths again. <laughs> so anyway, let's get to it. Um, and want to, why don't you tell everybody, first of all, um, what made you think or know that uh, image consulting was, first of all, something that a person could break into solopreneur. Um, and what was it that drove you or encouraged you to step out and, and build this brand? Um, so there's two things there. Um, so fashion has always been something I've loved um, ever since I was a kid. Um, Hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that dripping sound, I'm just sorry. for the sake of what's going on in my mind, I'm going to need you to keep your hands up in the picture because it sounds like something other than coffee. Oh, it's my Keurig. That wasn't the bathroom you were just in, was it? No, it was the Keurig. Super loud. Okay. Okay, because I, I kept picturing a urinal. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, so um, ever since I was a kid, you know, I was really into fashion and um it was something for me because I was doing web design for so long. It's like almost 10 years of staring at a computer screen for eight plus hours per day. And um, it was just something that I was really getting tired of. And in that bio, it mentions um, part of that story, but I actually developed an astigmatism over time. So it was starting to affect my health in certain ways. And um, my fiance, the good woman that she is, um, she knew I wanted to work more with people. She knew I wanted to do something with fashion and, um, she found a menswear custom menswear company that I still sell for. Um, and I started selling for them, really loved it. It was a great time, helped a lot of people out Their Their clothes fit them really, really well. And they're super happy with their wardrobe and everything. But I realized there was still something missing. There wasn't this like helping them overall with their style. There wasn't help something for them to have like an experience where somebody helps them with everything across the board, not just really well-fitted garments, but helping them go shopping if they need it, um, helping them build out their personal brand and not personal brand like what uh, we think of in the PR world where your voice, your brand message and all that kind of stuff. Uh, 
so a lot of these elements were missing from the experience I was providing with uh, Jay Hilburn as the company. Um, so there's a lot of elements missing there that I felt, what's that? Oh, I just mouthed shameless plug. Nothing big, go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you get paid for that? I'm just kidding, go ahead. <laughs> yes, I got paid uh, $3,000 um, so I can you know, get some coaching with you. Um, <laughs> So um, I, I just, I went along with that and over time, like six months after I started Jay Hilber and I, um, I started my company and that's why I started New Inspiration was because I needed to provide this experience to guys. Um, Excuse me? And oh. I, I didn't really think about it as a solopreneur journey. It wasn't like I need to become an entrepreneur. It was more like, I just want to help these guys out. So why did you think about just guys? Because you're a guy? Well, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. Um, I so just, do you work with any women? Do women come to you and say, help me, help me help my man? Because he looks like Al Bundy, you know, or, you know, he just, he's a slop. He's a slouch. He's a slob. Uh, do women come to you seeking your help to get through to their man or do the guys just usually come on their own? Um, women are actually probably the, the, the gateway drug, if you will, but they, I do every once in a while have women come to me and say, Hey, you know, exactly what you just said. Um, I've had one client who, uh, bought some clothes from me. His wife came to me and was just like, I'm sick and tired of picking out clothes for him. Like I, I can't stand, oh. you know, like he's just like, yeah. he, he's, he spends so much time shopping and asking me what I like instead of knowing what's best for him. And then just picking right. it, buying it. She's like, I don't have time to deal with this. So just that kind of <laughs> once. Oh yeah. And you know, I get that. Because uh, I, I, I see guys sometimes, men, and uh, at a, wherever, and at an event or a mixer or whatever, and even though they look really, really great, well put together, when you start talking to them and you, you their personality resonates, <clears throat> I immediately know you did not put that outfit together. And I'll ask them, so your wife put that outfit together, didn't she? And 99% of the time they'll go, yeah, because... There is something, I don't know how you feel about this, but there is something to be said about when they say you should um, wear the clothes and not let the clothes wear you, right? Because have, everybody knows that person who, especially back in the day, stores like Chess King and, and that kind of thing, you'd see somebody uh, wearing the exact outfit that was on the mannequin. They'd just go in and get it all. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. And so why do you think that is, that people are, and not just, well, women are better at this, it's the truth, but why men in particular, why do you feel they're so um, non-courageous about stepping out and finding their own style? I'll tell or, you. Or looking a little different. Men are not, it's hard for them to, like they don't want to stand out. Are they afraid somebody's going to go, ah, ha, 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 or what? So the thing is, is that I've noticed and both personally and secondarily, um, 
a lot of the men who are over masculine have this fear of looking like they're gay or metrosexual. I feel you, dog. You know, they have Don't judge. Right. They just have <laughs> they 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 they're afraid of that for whatever reason and I don't understand why. Whatever. And then at the same time, they're looking at the metrosexuals and the gays and going, damn. You know why? Because I'm going to just be honest with you. How many times have we heard women say, oh, God, he's so good looking. He's got to be gay. I can't help it if we just naturally have <laughs> style. But I know just as many straight guys, even macho guys. Do you really think that's the mindset still? I would have thought it was kind of evening out. I mean, it, I mean, it is kind of evening out, but there are still many guys who think that way. I mean, there's other guys, and to the flip side of the coin, um, there are gentlemen who just are. So there's three groups basically. There's the guys that do care about how they look and how they dress, um, and are totally okay with it. it doesn't don't, they don't care what that means. Um, and then there's the guys that we just talked about who are afraid of the consequences, the perceived mm -hmm. consequences. Um, and, then, and then there's the group that's just ignorant. Like they don't know how to dress themselves. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. They know they want to look good, but they don't know why they don't look good. They don't know how to fix it. Just things like that. Okay. So let's take us through the process. Say I'm that guy who wants to do better, who wants to look better, and who wants to feel better about himself. And so I reach out to you because you're in competition with the internet as far as like those trunk clubs where they show you the whole thing. To me, that's just a digital form of saying, give me that outfit in the window. Uh, you know, uh, there's the shoes, there's the belt, there's the socks, there's everything but the underwear. And they'll probably add that soon. But how do you feel? I mean, when a person comes to you, is there some type of evaluation? Do you have to get, how do you get to know that look that, that meshes or gels with their personality? So, so one thing I want to kind of go on that uh, slight tangent you had there about trunk club and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll answer your question. Um, but like with with programs and, and companies like Trunk Club and Trendy Butler and Bombfell and all these Internet companies that, and um, Stitch Fix, um, all these companies have this. What is Stitch Fix? Stitch Fix is the same thing. It's just the. Oh, that's a company. Yeah, it's they're oh, okay. Go all ahead. the same service. Um, okay. They have this utopian dream that everybody's going to love their clothes based on a box service, um, which I, I really appreciate and I really like the business model. I like what they're trying to do, but it's the execution of it is not happening correctly. Um, I've talked to uh, several guys who are just unhappy with that type of service. They've tried one or two of them and all the clothes come in that they don't they don't fit right. And they they think it's a pain in the ass to kind of put the stuff back in the box and mail it back out and they, they have end up keeping it. Or they just return everything um, and don't use it. Um, some one of my clients and one of my friends actually he um, he tried Trendy Butler, I think it was, and the clothes did not fit him well, and the clothes were not good quality. So that's what he told me. Um, 
And uh, so for me, seeing somebody kind of get involved in one of those services, I want to help them because I know that most of the time they're not going to be happy. They're going to keep one or two items. Um, and that's it. Maybe a pair of socks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but you know, kind of my two cents on those, those programs, cause the, mm-hmm. have a virtual stylist who just talks to you over the phone and then right. they, they compile an outfit and send it out to you. Um, right. and one of the things that they do is they ask for measurements and things like that. And sometimes guys have no idea what their correct measurements are. So that's part of the right. problem too. Um, so they go on the service. They think it's super easy that they get these. They just give them my measurements and we're all good. But some brands have different sizes for different measurements, things like that. So it's not as easy as it could be. Um, but the process for me, it comes down to doing a questionnaire at the very beginning of the process after we've already kind of um, talked about what they like to do as far as budget and other specific goals that they have. The questionnaire is something that I love doing because this is something where I get to ask them a bunch of questions about themselves. And these aren't even questions like what's your favorite color or things like that, because those are irrelevant to the process because they're here for a reason. And if they were giving me those colors and certain things that weren't helping them before, then we're not going to continue with that same behavior and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. But the question is, is more personality driven. So the questionnaire is what are your personal goals? What are your personal values, your career values, your, um, you know, some of your idols, people that you look up to, right. Um, and people I can Google search cause I need to get a vision of that. Um, Cause sometimes I've gotten like, Oh yeah, my dad. And I'm like, well, I, I love that. And that's great, but I can't necessarily Google search him. Um, so there's just a bunch of different personality questions that help me determine what colors, patterns, and styles that are going to work best with his personality. Um, okay. And then I so kind of, go ahead. Well, I want to ask you this because, uh, everybody knows people like this. And most of them, we may have fallen into this trap ourselves and not even known it. But let's talk about body image. Mm. Because a lot of people, not just women nowadays, have body image issues. Now, and I know you can understand this because I, I did my dirt digging and I went back into your past. And while I was, you know, poking around in there, I noticed that you weren't always of the body frame that you are today. You once were, okay, let's just keep it real, pretty darn big. I was, I was a fat kid, for sure. I didn't want to say that because that's not politically correct for me, but you can say whatever you want about yourself. You were, you were heavy. You were heavy. And so, and now listen, and you and I talked about this when we were out in Los Angeles because coming from a health and wellness uh, business, I, I know that oftentimes people lose a lot of weight and they still, they're small on the outside, but they're still big on the inside. And they still try to hide 
and cover up and this and the other. So you have that side of it. And then, you know, sometimes I know I, I'm just going to keep it real. I Sometimes you see that person, usually a woman. Sorry, girls. But you all know, too, she knows good and well she should not have squirrels, squirrels herself into those leggings. Okay? Sometimes you look at stuff and you just go, now, that's just doggone nasty. She ought to be shamed. Now, what is it that makes a person put on something that they know when they're walking around in it, everybody is going. I mean, not everybody can hide. Like, oh, And then when they turn away, ooh. You know, some people, it's just written all over their face. So what is it that makes a person not see or feel what the outside world is really thinking when it's written all over their faces? How can, you know, a person put on something and think it looks like really good? Like, there's no way you should have worn that polka dot shirt with that zigzag skirt. So body image. Don't you think that there, what is that thing when people look at what's in front of them, but see something totally different than the rest of us? So now are you asking for that person's, the one with body issues point of view, or are you asking for the other person's point of view? I want, I want yours. What, I mean, have you ever worked with somebody and you say, cause I would, if I was doing what you do, I'd say, come bring your best looking outfit. The thing you think you, and I don't say the thing you think you look the best in. I would probably say the thing you feel the best in. Just to see, because a lot of it has to do with what you feel. I know, like when I used to be in the, the corporate world, and I would have a meeting or whatever, and I needed to get something done, I knew to wear my sky blue shirt and my dark blue suit and my red power tie or whatever, because I knew what it did for me. I had certain looks that when I wanted to get the job, if I wore it, I knew that was half half of the, the you know, uh, challenge already off the table because of the way it made me feel. So I guess my question is, what do you do to find out, okay, this person just don't have any taste? Because not everybody has good taste. Right. I go through their Facebooks. I look through, um, I, I add them on Facebook um, at the beginning of the process, and that gives me a look into, uh, it sounds creepy, but it gives me a look into their personal life in terms of like when they're taking selfies, when they're out there in their day-to-day, like what are they actually wearing, and that helps me kind of figure out, like gets a litmus test as far as where they're at. Um, I have a client who's just like, um, he well he used to he used to wear like north face jackets all the time and like oversized jeans with them and Mm -hmm. um weird shoes that kind of looked like those weird toe you know those toe shoes like those athletic toe shoes that you go to like the so you'd wear those are creepy yeah so you'd wear stuff kind of like that with his they're like they're like feet gloves yeah exactly so he'd wear something like that to like just regular stuff like doing errands and grocery shopping and he's single and um he's he wants to get out there and date and feel confident about himself but he's got this wardrobe that says he's like a you know 58 year old white dad you know or something like you know just like something that's so off of what who he is and he's like a young asian guy you know and he's like a handsome dude and he didn't know what to do with his hair. He didn't know what to do with his clothes. And he was just, uh, had, he just had no clue, 
And he's just awkward. Awkward yeah. when it comes yeah. to style. Right. So I have to be as honest with them as possible without trying to hurt feelings here and there. So I try to be upfront, right. honest where it makes the most sense. I've had a client who has like 30 ties and three quarters of them were from like the nineties or whatever, or early to go wide ones, super wide. And like the pattern is, is hideous or whatever. Um, this is red wine under the microscope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember those <laughs> pizza. <laughs> I can't, I had them. They were good when they were in, but you know, you gotta get rid of stuff. Right. 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 Wait, that brings me to my next question. What about people that live in a time machine? Mm. Because they looked good in a certain look in the 80s, they still, like it's like they wear it thinking they're going to force it to come back into style. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do you deal with, do you ever encounter that? So I've had a couple of people who have um, relics of the past in their wardrobe, but they thankfully they don't wear it very often and if they do it's rarely um but hiding under the umbrella of retro right i've uh (laughs) excuse me um that that silk scarf from saturday night live has not come back yet (laughs) exactly (laughs) no Uh, that leisure suit yeah yeah (laughs) uh okay i'm gonna stop suit or something like that right um, I haven't yet had a client who wears full on eighties suits every day with like, I'm still trying to, I'm racking my brain trying to remember that brand name of tie that was really well known for being so ugly looking. And I don't, I can't remember. It's like a guy's name or something like that. But, um, so I haven't yet had a client like that, right? Who, who wears constantly eighties looks and stuff like that. Most of the time, as of lately, it's just been clients who have bits and pieces from those time periods. Mm-hmm. And the client that I was talking about with all those ties, um, he was having trouble letting go with, of some of them because he, <laughs> he just, he was so attached to them in such so a way. Is it- when they're when they're attached to stuff like that, do you find that it's is it the item itself or is it the time in their life previously that it represents? Mm. I was happy, things were good, women loved me, I was successful, and they maybe equate all of that those happy memories to these items. So I with that one, I didn't get too deep. Um, that's something that I'm working on though, trying to do more of when I'm working with these clients is trying to really get to, get to the bottom of it more than the surface level, because a lot of the excuses for keeping stuff like that is I just really love that tie because I like the way it looks with some of my shirts. But now that I think about it, when you mention that it, there has to be a deeper reason than, of course. So yeah, I mean, of course, Um, but it's one of those things where I had to tell him like, all right, we'll get rid of half of the ones that I want to get rid of. And then I'll show you what kind of what I'm thinking for a new version of it. Um, or some replacements because he was just getting really attached and feeling like you're going to get rid of all my ties and I'm not going to have any more options. And he didn't have a visual of what I was 
to get them to wear. Um, so I said, well, when we go shopping, I will show you what ties will look good and things like that. So that way he <laughs> said, does that, would that help you out? And he said, yes. Yeah. That way. So that way he has so, more of a Do you ever go to a client's home and actually look in their closets? Mm -hmm. You do? Yeah. Because, you know, some people are like bone collectors. They, one of them lives right upstairs. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. He's still sleeping. But Brian, <laughs> Brian has so many clothes that in one of our guest rooms, he had so much stuff hanging on the two walls that they literally, the racks came out of the walls. We had to rebuild the entire closet. Now, what is that? Now, what is that, though, when people hold on? Do you think that has a lot to do? Now, Brian has no problem buying new and, and trendy clothes and, and, and pushing the envelope and this and the other. But I do know people who hold on to I do it. I have stuff that when I go through looking for that one thing or something, I'll come across something I haven't seen in two or three years. And instead of thinking, well, let me donate this, or why am I even holding this? I like, you know, well, I'm going to wear it and never do. So does that have something to do with, you know, if you get rid of things, then you make room for new. So is there like a hoarding mentality that could be keeping guys from feeling the need to update and, and, and continually feed into their wardrobe to stay current and to feel good about themselves. Yeah, so there there is a little bit of a hoarding mentality. Um, and I'm sure some of it's based off of what you were just talking about, where there's like a strong emotional attachment. Um, but sometimes there's guys who are really good about that stuff too. There's some guys who will actually just clean out their closets every once in a while and say, I haven't how often should you do that? I, I would say that you should clean out your closet maybe at the least every year or two just to keep things kind of fresh and keeping things moving because every other year there's going to be an item that you <laughs> item or two or more that have that are like maybe two or three years old or four years old and uh -huh. that stuff is going to wear and tear. Um, and what I really would love people to do is when they're noticing something that's that's getting really worn out really bad and they and they feel like they have to throw it in the trash don't don't throw it in the trash what do you uh, do with it donate it there's yeah you know I like agree. like if you're missing two buttons don't throw it away in the trash that doesn't make any sense there's you can put new buttons on a shirt um but the rest of the material is still good like if the um you know, maybe if there's just a little bit of armpit stain, that's okay. Just get it dry cleaned and try to get rid of that as much as you can. And then just donate some clothes. Like it's, there's people who need that stuff. And that's why that's it's true. I, there, when I do closet audits and I do those, um, those wardrobe consultations and stuff like that, I'll take the clothes that they get rid of that I've helped them get rid of. And I actually take it to a donation center here in Downey, uh, California. Um, and it's not a goodwill. It's, it's a place called Close the Deal, and I've talked about it on my Facebook and stuff before, but they're a really great organization because they take clothes in and they give clothes for free to low-income individuals <laughs> who need it That's for like great. job interviews and stuff like that. And yeah. Then, and I give the, t the receipt to my clients so that they get the write-off. Right.
my my dry cleaner has a program like that where they they take donated business clothes and they give them to people coming out of shelters and out of incarceration just people in need who need business clothes and i love that and they repair them they clean them they get it all set up um and uh yeah yeah uh that's great so let me ask you this let's talk about you well first of all before we uh I got one other question before I get to you. When a person has transformed their body, lost some weight, or or they gained some weight, um, what about? Let's talk about the person who has lost the weight. Do you feel it's a positive thing once you hit your optimum weight, the the goal that you've been going after? How important is it, or not, that you get rid of your fat clothes? A lot of people hold on to them. So. There's two things here. There's two types of mentality. Um, I've had people who are saying, like, I need those clothes just in case or whatever. And I'm just like, just in case what? And like, in case I gain my weight back. Okay, like, you get rid of it because you're getting into this mindset of like, oh, well, I might get fat again. And then you're allowing. This is temporary. Yeah. You're allowing that idea to come back in and fill out those clothes. Um, So if you're if anybody who's listening right now who's losing weight and you get to your goal weight and you've lost more than like 20 30 pounds get rid of those uh the clothes before you lost the weight because that's not going to help you if you want like one or two items as an outfit so that you can use it as a reminder oh fine but you know don't keep a whole bunch of those clothes because you're going to get in this mindset of like i need to fill those back out at some point Okay. Now, as far as you, being an image consultant, do you feel like that you're constantly underneath the the um, style microscope, so to speak, that when you go out, you have an obligation, a responsibility to be the example? And if so, how, I mean, do you actually feel super great every time you put something on or do you too struggle with and have to ask people how does this look um what do you think of this um because some people would probably be under the assumption that it's automatic with the person that does what you do is that the case or no yeah i'm a human being i mean i i still have my times of of doubting myself um sometimes i still struggle to because i i love wearing baseball caps like I've ever since I was a kid I've just loved baseball hats um so for me like if I go out wearing a baseball hat I'm gonna feel like is this dressed up enough or yeah am I representing my company well and and the answer is it depends on what I'm doing um if I'm for me I'm I'm already taken I'm not trying to attract a new woman into my life so if I were to go out to the grocery store like dressed really really well like I don't I don't necessarily need to do that because I feel like that's that's the type of mindset that you need to be in when you are single and you're trying to um, meet somebody um, looking good everywhere you go so that you have the potential of you know attracting somebody new into your life Um, but there's I mean it's a toss-up it kind of depends on the situation too like if you're going grocery shopping I'm going to dress up like in jeans and a well-fitted t-shirt. I don't I don't think everybody should wear oversized clothes and stuff that doesn't look good for the majority of the time and only dress up sometimes. 
I think that our basics need to be well fitted too and look good too. So t-shirts, jeans, all that stuff needs to fit really well. So that that's a great are, point. So when you are in that mindset of I don't, I'm not going to wear a suit today, you're putting on clothes that actually do fit really well and that right. all work together cohesively as as an outfit so that when you do leave the house you are feeling more confident like okay I'm, i look good in this outfit i'm gonna go get some bananas at walmart and I'm, i know i'm gonna look good so right so you don't uh, have to dress up like you're going to some big event but you still need to um you still need to um give the the illusion if you will that you have at least taken some time in choosing what you wear um and i and i i am a, a huge champion of that because i believe that uh, you you are no matter what you're doing you're still representing your message um you never know who's going to be in the grocery line with you because i know like you know i don't care if i was in the grocery line with you and we just happened to start chatting and i said well what do you do and you tell me I'm an image consultant, and you see me go, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How's that working out for you? You see right. what I mean? Um, because you never know who you're sitting with or who you're standing in front or behind. So there is that element that you have to at least look like you, like what you're, what you're representing was intentional. You just didn't get up and go, Okay, this feels blue. I'm going to put it on. You see what I mean? Um, so I agree with that. So as we come around this last lap of the interview, um, let's, let's talk about the person who feels like, or the, the, yeah, the person who feels that, you know, um, yeah, that's easy for you to say. You probably have all this disposable income to bring your wardrobe up to a better place, but I just don't have anything extra. What... What recommendations do you have for a person that wants to do better, but just for whatever reasons, financially, it's just not feasible right now? What can they do to start the process of feeling better uh, with their wardrobe? So there's, I, I hear this frequently. Um, usually happens when I talk about the price point of the custom clothing that I have. People will, some people who aren't in that price range will veer off a little bit and get nervous, but there's many ways that you can do this. You can go to, there's good stuff at Marshall's. There actually is good stuff at Marshall's. There's good stuff from time to time. Um, I haven't found a lot of good stuff at Ross before, but I know Marshall's has some pretty good stuff. Um, and you can go to Marshall's and you can find something. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter what brand you buy or anything like that make sure the fit is good so i would recommend um, something that's more form fitting it's closer fitting to the body it's not it's not too big it's not too tight because that's mm -hmm. a problem that people run into and it's too tight when it's pulling like uh, the front button in the chest or something like that um, or if it's like pulling fabric in your back and your sure, sure. lats and stuff like that. Um, and it's too big when it's like straight up and down from your chest down to your waist. Or if it's like, um, yeah, you know, like flowing freely, um, just properly fitted will kind of follow the silhouette. <laughs> 
and that's what people need to look out for. Um, wearing slim fit jeans, and I'm not talking about skinny jeans. Everybody assumes that when I say slim fit, it means skinny. Um, and some and the skinny is what their idea of like what a skater kid wears, where it's just skin tight. It looks like they're yeah, wearing. That's like, not age appropriate for a lot of us. No, so. Slim fit is again just like the shirts that I was talking about. It's it's following the silhouette, but it's not skin tight. Um, yeah. Just following the gradual. You know, that's so, an old song. Um, someone mentioned J.C. Penny. J.C. Penny is actually a decent I mean, place to go. I mean, you can find stuff that is well fitted there too. I mean, every every store has some good fitting stuff. The and and as far as composing. <laughs> as far as, okay, as, what? <laughs> as you gotta I'm keep it real. You gotta I will figure only out, go to JCPenney for underwear and socks. <laughs> you gotta figure out the department that works best for you in the store. So Well, you gotta admit though, there are stores that just don't fit certain people's persona and style. Like H and M is not the best place for, you know, the fifty plus community. Um, there's a lot of styles at H and M. Well, right. majority of H and M anyway, not, right. not everything at H and M, but the Ambercombrie and Finch or whatever they're called. That's not a place I. When I walk in there, I feel like, you know, I'm inside the 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 kitty playground at McDonald's. You know, like that's like me getting inside that big old tub of balls and playing around in there. When I walk into one of those trendy, not to say because, and that's another thing, when I see guys that are like way out of the age-appropriate parameters, you know what I mean? They got Fat Albert coats and and jerseys, and and they're like sixty-six years old. It just doesn't look right. I mean, and is that wrong for me to think? Doesn't everybody have the right to dress the way they want to? But it's just it's just they need to understand some basic rules first i mean and you and once you understand basic rules then you can start to break them here and there where it would make sense but just bottom line is fit just make sure fit is good um excuse me and then wearing wearing patterns and colors that communicate your personality but aren't going to make look like your skin tone um because that's that's a problem that i've seen is like people like high contrast men so men like with my skin tone um i shouldn't be wearing like yellow or salmon yellow yeah stuff like that because it's gonna make me look naked so salmon right yeah don't want to wear stuff uh more higher contrast outfits for stuff for these kinds of skin tones sure Um, what you're wearing is great. I wouldn't like, for example, for you, like I wouldn't wear like a dark brown shirt because that would skin tone. Don't own a one. So that's, that's kind of a basic rule of thumb too. And then pattern matching is something that I see people get into uh, and making mistakes there is that they, they wear patterns that are too similar in size and style to each other. So for example, they'll wear like a, a, like a gingham shirt with like um, a medium striped tie. It's kind of hard without a visual, but um, as long as the pattern is bigger than the one you're matching it to or smaller than the one you're matching it to, it'll look okay. Cause what you're trying to do is make sure that the. Right. Um, Well, Sean, let me, let me say this. Oh, a little tip. 
since we were talking about fit, this is something that I do. And it, it's a way to be able to continually add into your, into your wardrobe on a budget. I'll go to like Macy's and they'll have jackets, sport coats and stuff on sale. Now, if I find, I don't mess with the sleeves. If the sleeves are too short or too long, um, too long, I might deal with because I have a really good seamstress who will move the sleeve up to where it needs to be and the buttons and the slit in the jacket and all that. But, you know, I bought a really great uh, jacket a few weeks ago and it was a size, it fit me in the shoulders, but it was too straight down and boxy and all. And so I just pulled it in and I looked at where it was and I took it to her. She moved the buttons over. Perfect. You know, um, oftentimes, you know, if there's a pair of pants on a clearance rack, mm-hmm. like I just got at Banana Republic the other day, they I wanted a 31. They only had a 30. It's going to cost me five dollars a leg for her to move that hem down. And so I'll go ahead and get it. So one of the things I recommend that people that men get uh, is find yourself a really good tailor or a really good seamstress. Because then, you know, what they charge you, um, if you find something and it's next to nothing and it looks really great, it's just a little off in the fit, you can spend those extra bucks, just 5 or $10, uh, and get them to make it fit you as if it were made for your body. And even sometimes things that say that they're my exact sizes, I know that they can be just a little bit better. So I'll invest that 5 or $10, and I'll take it in, and my girl will always make it look like it was made especially for me. So that's just a tip from me to you. And so, Sean, when I release you and send you back downstairs in the elevator, would you do us the honor of going in and dropping all of your contact information in the comment section below so people will know where to find you? Um, do you offer free consultations? Yeah, I'll do some I'll do some free ones. Yeah, I'll do some phone consultations or video consultations. Okay, great. And so everybody, uh, you know, if you have any questions or comments, uh, hook up with with Sean and uh, ladies, if you need to bring your man from the 60s or 70s into the current era and gentlemen, if you just want that extra thing that gives you that extra flair um, and you wanna, you know, do the thing that will shut the mouth of your significant other, uh, you know, and, and at least make the effort, why don't you reach out and see, because I'm sure he can, if Sean can help you. So, Sean, thank you so much. Uh, it was, it's been a real pleasure, and I've learned a lot, and I'm sure everyone out there has as, as, as well. So have a blessed day. And uh, anything you want to say to the audience before we go? Um, so this is something that Lauren has helped me with. Um, I've said something similar, but he helped me kind of reshape it a little bit. But your image is the cover to a book, and everything inside that book is the story that you tell. And if you don't have a good cover, nobody's going to want to read that story. So, bam, hold on. (laughs) Drop the mic. (laughs) Okay, so, (laughs) Sean, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Because no matter what, at the end of the day, when living within our purpose, it is because we each have a story and our stories will always be greater than we are. So if your wardrobe and anything related to it is stopping you from telling a classic as far as your story goes, at least consider changing the outside cover of your book so that you are a classic and people will want to read and you are not just something sitting on the shelf or ending up in a garage sale, you're a page turner. Sean, thank you so very much. Have a wonderful day. You're welcome back anytime. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for having me. You're more than welcome. Be good. Take care. Excuse me. Well, okay, you guys. There we have it. A lot in there. I know you thought that this was kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, I'm not into clothes, I'm not into wardrobe. But you see that a lot of things tie into how we feel about ourselves. And that's what I was going for today by having Sean on. Thank you so much, Sean, for sharing all those great tips and insights into how we can all feel better from the outside and, most importantly, than the inside. I want you to get out there today and do everything that we know we're supposed to do, and that is be the best that you can be. Get out and love up on everyone you can but first remember you have to start by loving yourself sometimes wardrobe has a lot to do with that uh i'm lauren michaels harris tomorrow on the show i have david bryson you're gonna love david he has a um an international podcast and he's an author he's a speaker um really really great guy i believe the podcast is why can't you or something oh god You'll find out when I post the meme later today. I was on his show. As a matter of fact, he's on my show tomorrow, and I am on his show tomorrow, his podcast, which was pre-recorded. But he'll be live right here tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Central. So make sure you join me. Hit the notifications button so you never, never miss any of the great content right here on Bathrobe Moments. And then hit the share button. Even something like this about wardrobe and how we feel about ourselves could really help somebody. So start the process by hitting the share button, won't you? And uh, listen, I am looking for some some great guests for next week. I have Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday still available. So if you or someone you know has a story who has a message, and we all do, PM me and we'll get you going. I'm Lauren Michaels Harris. This has been your bathrobe moment. I'll see you here tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. Central. Excuse me. God willing. Have a blessed day. Get out there today and grab every single blessing that you can. And then remember, you have an obligation to also be the blessing. I'll see you tomorrow. so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the New Inspiration Extraordinary Gentleman podcast. If you enjoyed the content, give it a like, subscribe, and if you know someone who needs to hear this or wants to hear this, share it with them. Don't hold back. Let them hear it. And if you have any questions for me or my guest, we'd love to answer those questions for you. So shoot me a tweet, DM me on Instagram, leave a comment below on YouTube, or find me on Facebook. If you have Anchor FM, you can message me on my station. The username is at New Inspiration, N-U-I-N-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N. And as always, make the rest of today extraordinary, gentlemen.